You're listening to Gospel-Centered Rest, a podcast by Grace Bible Church in Cambridge, Ontario, dealing with topics of life and theology, and how Christ's promise of rest for the weary and heavy-laden gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Hello again, David, and good to see you. How was your weekend this past Easter weekend? It was a great weekend. Uh, in, in all that's going on, uh, mm-hmm. so good to remember the, the resurrection of Christ. For sure. That like, was your was, weekend. Uh, <laughs> good, good. We had, a, we, had, we had a good weekend. Um, we had a good weekend just worshiping uh, the Lord together as a, as a family and um, just doing, uh, doing some things for fun. I've been encouraged by seeing uh, how different people have even made this weekend like a time of celebration uh, for their families, regardless of what's going on, right? Yeah, so absolutely. Over the next uh, several weeks, we're going to be doing something a little different with our uh, with our podcast, with our with our devotional uh, videos. Do you think you could walk us through what we're going to be doing? Yeah, I think there's uh, there's a few changes. First of all, we've ended our series in the Book of Mark, uh, thanking the Lord that we could end with the resurrection and the proclamation that's worldwide. Uh, so we're hoping to go to First uh, Peter, and First Peter actually. Uh, speaks into what we're going to be doing in our podcast. And in our podcast, uh, we just want to do a series on how to care for one another. Um, and this comes out of, um, this This happens for a few reasons. Uh, we, we have contacted a lot of people in the church, and one of the things that we've heard a lot is people want to care. Um, how do we, how can they help others? How can they care for others? tremendously encouraging. Uh, so I think that's, that's part of, we want to be able to assist people to say, this is, this is how we can practically care for others. And then I think the other thing is this, um, you know, we're, people are housebound uh, for um, probably still quite a while. And you are beginning to read in the newspaper here uh, just, um, you know, things happening in home or stress increasing or, uh, you know, maybe people not caring for one another very well um, under stressful circumstances. And so we also want to be able to talk with people about how to, how to, um, how to care for, for those that they're with and, and how to care for others. Um, so I think what that looks like, well, we, we'll, we'll unfold that, but th- those are the reasons why we want to um, talk about caring for one another uh, in, 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 especially during this time. Yeah. Like this time, like, it's almost like it's hard to think about how you would care for somebody else when you've got so many of your own problems and your own issues, uh, that you're personally dealing with. Like I think of uh, a number of people that I know that on top of what's going on with COVID-19, they were already going through a pretty difficult season of life, uh, whether they got a bad diagnosis or they're dealing with some family issues uh, or some job loss issues. Um, so I, I'm just wondering, how do, you, how do you still care for others when you yourself are feeling pretty helpless? And I think that's where First Peter helps us. Um, and, and you could turn to so many books in the Bible. Um, the, the Bible cares for us in this way and then allows us to care for others. So the greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. The Bible gives us grace to do that. 
and then love our neighbor as ourself, again, the Bible gives us grace to be able to love others. Uh, specifically with 1 Peter, if you were, if you were to read through um, the chapters of 1 Peter, you would, you would read of those who are without hope. In fact, hope is a major theme in 1 Peter. Uh, you would read about those who are going through suffering, who, whose faith is, is just hurting. They don't have a lot of faith left in the tank. Um, those who are struggling with sin, so Peter's call to holiness. And then there's the relational struggles. Um, there's the injustice that's taking place and how we're going to suffer um, oftentimes unjustly. Uh, so how do, we, how do we go through all of that? Um, those are, there are going to be those who are struggling with their relationship with Christ uh, and just not understanding how well they're doing or they just feel on the out with Christ. Um, and all of this is taking place in First Peter. And then you read First Peter saying things like this in chapter 3, verse 8. First uh, Peter chapter 3, verse 8 says, um, Finally, all of you be like-minded and sympathetic, love one another, and be compassionate and humble, not paying back evil for evil or insult for insult, but on the contrary, giving a blessing, since you were called for this. Uh, so... In, in the midst of all those struggles, the place where we end up is loving one another. Or you could go to uh, chapter 4, verse 8. The end of all things is near, therefore, be alert and sober-minded for prayer. Above all, maintain constant love for one another, since love covers a multitude of sin. And then even at the end, Peter um, is talking about how he can be a good shepherd, shepherd God's flock among you not overseen out of compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not out of greed for money, but eagerly, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Uh, and then finally, in chapter 5, verse 13, or 12, he talks about wanting to write in order to be an encouragement to the people of God by the grace of God. So in this book that's surrounded by being overwhelmed with suffering or without hope or lack of faith or just struggling with our faith, struggling with our relationship with God and one another, mixed into all of this is the call to love and the call to care for one another. And so that's what we hope to do when we travel through First Peter, but it's also what we hope to do is setting ourselves up. Um, so how are we prepared uh, to care for one another even though we may feel overwhelmed? In fact, if I can just add, it's, it's probably when we're overwhelmed that we care the best. Um, <laughs> when, when our lives are all together, it's, it's probably when we, we struggle caring for others. Yeah, what would you say to the person who, um, who's, who's just who's struggling with, like a, um, uh, with being able to see their, their ability to care for somebody else? Um, they're saying, well, you know, I'm stuck at home. I'm, I can maybe call somebody on the phone, but like that's not making much of a difference in somebody's life. Uh, but they're really struggling to, uh, to uh, find that practical way to, to care for somebody else. What would, what would you uh, say for that? Uh, yeah, and again, I don't want to, I mean, you could go to a lot of places, but First Peter is so tremendous in this area. Mm -hmm. I think the, the beginning place is ultimately our heart. Uh, and, and that will be... Um, and, and Peter, Peter leads us to this place. It begins with um, our, our great view of God. Um, in all of this, Peter begins, First Peter, with who we are in Christ or because of who, what God has done in our lives. And then blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Out of praise, like it's praise knowing what we've received from God 
that then gives us the creativity to love others. And I think the question that you specifically asked, while it flows out of praise, is one of the things that happens is we think that we have to care like others. But God has, you know, um, created us uniquely. Uh, you know, you and I are different. Um, we have different gifts, we have different personalities, and we have different ways to, to care for others. Um, and, and I think that's part of what we struggle with is there's books that are written and say, well, this is how we love others, this is how we care for others. But somebody, somebody's care might be very practical. They might bring a meal. Um, we had someone come by and deliver us a, a candle um, and, and a beautiful card. Uh, and that was their, that was caring for us. That was an expression of love. Um, there might be people who God is gifted to make a certain amount of money and they care for others um, through just being very generous with, with what God has given them. There may be those who enjoy larger crowds. There might be those who enjoy more one-on-one -on -one conversation. So um, however God has created us uniquely, we don't have to be that other person. Um, we can be how God created us to be. Uh, and then, so, so I think being freed uh, to use um, the gifts that God has given us to, 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 to care for others. So I don't think there's, we, like I might say, well, you can do this, but that's coming from yep. my perspective, sure. my gift setting, my heart. Yeah. Whereas somebody comes and says, I want to fix that for you. And for me to fix that for them, uh, that would be a disaster. Um, they might say that's a, you know, like, why do you hate me so much that you came over yeah. and asked me to fix something for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, love that you're, you're bringing our, our attention to First Peter uh, at this time, because um, just, just, just think about a point in, in church history where things were so fresh, uh, but there was such opposition and there was such persecution going on and such oppression and anxieties. Now, I wonder, why do you think Peter gets um, gives the answer of loving, caring for one another in the midst of all of that. Like, why would that be what he goes to? Like, why wouldn't he say, you know, go to this verse or you know, think, uh, just think about this or go and do this? But he he emphasizes caring for others. Why do you think that's important when you're when you're dealing with different uh, levels of anxiety and different levels of of difficulties? Because I think um, it's, it's the message that's across Scripture. Uh, I mean, it's not unique to Peter. You'll find it in Paul. Uh, you'll find it in, in G with Jesus. And it is because we have been so overwhelmed with love um, by Christ. Um, the foreknowledge of God to, to love us uh, and to, to call us to himself, um, the work of the Holy Spirit in our life, so that we have an inheritance that isn't defiled, that will not fade. All of these blessings that we find in First Peter. And I think the natural response is, I want to love others. But um, we, we get stuck because we make it so confusing or we make it for, um, th that we have to be like somebody else. Um, right. But if we, if we know that we're loved, um, whether it's you know, Peter, Paul, Jesus... Even the Old Testament, it, this, there's this outpouring of love. To, it, 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 we cannot but help care for others. Um, and so, you know, when we're, like, I hate to, you know, like if, if abuse is happening or things like that, that's just, that's, I mean, that's wrong on so many, so many levels. Um, but it, it, to go back to the heart of it, it's like, 
like, how are we loved in God? Certainly not that way. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> violating others, whatever it might be. God never loves us that way. Um, God's love is undefiled. God's inheritance is undefiled. So mm -hmm. the flowing out of our love for God because of God's love for us, it's, it's just the natural response. I need to love others. And time and time again, in First Peter, we see Peter come back to the character of who God is, speaks of God's holiness, uh, of what God's done for us. Um, why do you think understanding the character of God is important when it comes to loving others? I guess it's kind of goes with how you just answered the previous question, but um, how important is the character of God and our understanding of God's character? And that's that question actually leads into where we want to take... Um, uh, this podcast in the next next number of, of months, um, it, it really is to understand the character of God and how well do we understand the character of God. So one of the things that we want to do is um, invite um, GBC Church to read four books. And, and right. four books, uh, again, you could choose out of 400 books or 4,000 books, but these four books, I think, give a great foundation for uh, learning to... Um, uh, learning to understand the great love that God has for us and then the love that we're called to have for, for one another within our unique perspectives, um, our maturity levels, our personalities, all of that. Uh, so uh, the first book that, that we want to introduce to the church is, is, I think, a classic, and, it's, uh, and this is an older, you'll, you'll find, I think it's like $9.99 on Amazon.ca. But Basic Great. Christianity by John Stott. Uh, this version is 140 pages. And what we want to do is take this book for the month and, and read it. Um, so we have, a, we have a month to read um, a book. And this first book really um, asks the question, what did Jesus come to do? And then what must we do? What did Jesus come to do? What must we do? So, and, and it might seem really strange, but this is just going back to the basics. What is Christianity? Um, how did we come to Christ? What did Christ do? Uh, how do we respond? So this is a basic introduction to Christianity, which I think is a, just an excellent start. And then flowing out of that comes the second book that we'll deal with the second month, and that is The Christian Life, A Doctrinal Introduction by Sinclair Ferguson. Uh, again, this is an old cover. Um, and uh, the Christian life, th this will take you basic doctrines um, of how the Lord, uh, how God saved us all the way to glorification and, and how, to, how to live out. So really what happens, um, how does our understanding of theology, how does our understanding of God shape our Christian life? So we say, well, we want to care for somebody, and then we just have to go out and care. But the question becomes, how do we care? What shapes our care? And what shapes our care is the beginning of our story. How did we come to Christ? What was God's love in our life? And then how do we care? Um, doctrine, introduction to doctrine is just basically saying, this is an introduction to how much you are loved by God. Doctrine is to, to boast of God, to know that we've been loved by God. And then I don't have the third book with me, but it's um, <laughs> because it's at the church, but it's Broken Down House by Paul David Tripp. And uh, it goes, um, it, it introduces, he, he saw a broken down house, and that's who we are. And God is restoring us. God is transforming us. 
Um, and then finally, the final book is When God Weeps. So in four months from now, uh, GBC will be reading When God Weeps by Johnny Erickson Tata. And I mentioned this um, on, in the Sunday morning message. I love this book uh, because it, it's an honest, um, raw, but faithful and heartfelt understanding of God's work in suffering. So really the overflow, so, so if you read those four books in the next four months, what you have is an understanding of how we're saved, an understanding of the basics of the gospel. So we have an under, a greater understanding of our relationship with God. And then we have an understanding of, in this broken down house by Paul David Tripp, an understanding of um, the difficulties of our relationships. Um, so you're going to go and talk to somebody, and they're going to speak about the difficulty in their relationship. Broken Down House is a good book to, to begin a discussion with someone. And then finally, if you're going to care for people, you're going to enter into suffering. Um, so what happens when you weep? Well, when you weep, you know that God weeps. And a book like this allows us to have conversations, not presumptuous conversations of just get over it, um, but to really enter into their suffering and, and to be able to say, um, I, I weep with you just as God weeps with you. No, that's great. And we're going to have links to those books in the description below. Uh, and we're going to be talking about those as, as the weeks go on. Uh, thank you so much for your uh, time today, David, and, and really looking forward to this conversation as it unfolds uh, in the weeks and in the months to come. And just another quick note for those who are listening, this podcast series is going to dovetail so nicely into our sermon series on 1 Peter. And if you haven't done so already, we encourage you to go ahead and download our sermon podcast, Grace Bible Church Cambridge Sermons. You can also find information about that on our website at gbccambridge.com. We also encourage you, check out those books that we've mentioned in this podcast. We thank you for joining us as we discuss what it means to love God and to love others in the midst of such a difficult time. May God bless you and may you find rest in the gospel in the days ahead.